and girls, boys and girls, it's Friday, it can only mean one thing, that is, happy accident podcast day. I motion, I put a motion forward, that we rename Friday, happy accident day. <clears throat> I'm just going to put it out there now. Let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it, boys and girls, I'm old franchise, I'm one of your hosts, that there is Liam. Certainly is. Uh, Liam, I'm, normally we have a little bit of shooting the shit just to kick off this show, but... Given what's just occurred, I want to get straight in on that hashtag what you're drinking. What the fuck are you Look drinking, at sir? This. Look at this little beauty this week. we had it Last week, we had a little trip out on the Saturday. We went and hit up a few of the craft ale shops in Newcastle. Newcastle upon Tyne. Uh, there's a couple like Beer Box, and there's that one that I don't know what it's called that's hidden away in Central Station. Mm-hmm. You can get some good beers in there, some good beers. Uh, our friends over at Beer Box 52... Kindly took me money to to pay for this little beaut, which is called Once Too Much by Oh Brother Brewing, and it's a blackberry wheat, oh. 5.5%, cheeky oh. little fucking, I don't even know what it is. Black can, it's dark, it's, it's dark, dark. The, the canarts, the canarts vibrant, it's got a lot of, very good, with it being a blackberry wheat, there's a lot of blackberry Tones on there, I feel a lot of. Nice. What do you call them? Is that a pastel tone? Reds, purples, uh, pinks. I don't know what yet. kind of tone that is. The can like is it. the can is dark as out. I've poured it. I've poured it, and it looks like what can only be described as Robinson's pink grapefruit. It's fucking glary that like Robinson's pink grapefruit on the nose. See on the nose in the glass, I'm getting the five point five percent on the nose in the can. I'm getting pure juice. Juice and all that. Pure juice, pure juice. Let's see what blackberry wheat tastes like, shall we? This is the, this is I me. Uh, fucking love a wheat beer. This it? is me maiden voyage into the blackberry wheat game. But not a hundred percent what a blackberry tastes like. Well, I'm not sure how I feel about it. On the front taste, right on that front taste, we've got a. It hits you in the nose before it hits you on the palate. It's um, harsh. Electric. Electrifying. Electrifying on the palate, on the front taste, and on the nose. And then on the back taste... What you got going? What's that one then? On the back taste, there's... It's like a f- like memories of a faint walk through a blackberry, ba- blackberry meadow. Nice, nice. Faint memories. Is it like I misty? Want- it's misty, misty, misty meadow time. Misty, it's like, it's like the ghost of somebody who fell in a blackberry like, bush. Like the sixties, it feels like, <laughs> feels like you're drinking the blackberries from the sixties. It feels like I'm drinking blackberries lost, heart, blackberries heart lost in time. Blackberries, <laughs> <laughs> like Nick Berry, Claude Greengrass type blackberries. It's a. Uh, do you want? I'll leave a bit in the can. Do you want to suck? I want to suck on, that. Have a gun of that. I love it. Have a gun of that. It's not bad. It, it isn't bad. I just feel it. It's not as juicy as I wanted it to be. I like that. I like that. Oh, it's got a tang. It's, it's got, got a, a eye. Oh, it's hit you with that wheat. It's got the mm. wheatiness. It's aggressive on the nose. I and feel. Then, and then it smashes you right in the blackberries. I think it's got. It's definitely it's a summer drink. I mean, blackberries have never been more I'll, assaulted. I'd have that with, with ice. Mm. Not, it's not almost like a, not like like a, a cider. fucking sangria. 
I, I'm not getting as much berry as I wanted out of this. It's too faint. It's too, it's too ghostly. It's too, it's. It's got it's, a wetness about it. It's there, but it's not. It's like, uh, it's a bit. It's a, ah, it's yeah. wet. It's wet. It's wet. <laughs> it's wet. You know, like you know, like a when beer's got like a a kind of a dryness, I, I guess, and that's got a, a a watery finish. You know, when you you go for a drink of juice, and then some arsehole in the house has drank the last of the juice and put the bottle back in the cupboard, and you're like, "Fuck's this." And it's dregs. It's bottle dregs. So what you do is you pour a little bit of water in the bottle, give it a shake, and then you drink it just there. But it's it's Out heavily, the aye, it's heavily, heavily diluted, and it's it's it's, it's the it's memory of consistent. It's the memory of a juice. That's what this is. I feel like for that vibrant colour, it's a s- splash. For the vibrant colour and the the assault on the nose, I thought, oh, I'm gonna have blackberries coming out yeah. my ears. Well. Or brother, Bruin. I'd stick at least three more punnets of blackberries in your brew. Three more blackberries and four more percentages, please. <laughs> if you would be so kind, <laughs> sir. Well, this week I am drinking, I can never ever pronounce that, Locopoly. Locopoly. Which I've had a couple of these before. Um, they're from Wales. And it is amazing. Mm. I've had a couple of beers from these, and they're great. It's a citrus Simcoe double IPA. I don't know what that means. Do some research if you're really that into it. Um, it's got citrus in it. Simcoes. <laughs> Loads of Simcoes. Uh, when you opened it, I thought Extra I saw real. a Simcoe. Like, One fell out. I want to be careful. It's full of Simcoes. Naked oats. Wheat. It's um, I bloody good, eight point five percent. That's what mashers right get you there, in like. the rafters. Right in the rafters. I also on our trip I bought the Northern Monk uh, trilogy, oh, you which did. consists of three beers, which I almost went for one of them. But when I look at the fucking percentages of these bastards, what it's like the absolute Heathen? fucking dangerous. Heathen's not in there. I don't think. Wait, I try and find uh, the the trilogy. Well, we've got a um, just whilst we're on the beers. Northern Monks had a, a rebrand. Rebrand? I haven't seen the rebrand this yet. Week. And well, <clears throat> it's it looks smart. It's not all that different. Mm. They've kind of kept the basis of the logo mm-hmm. and the cans like fresh. But I think they're doing them in the three thirty cans as nice. well, which I haven't seen that many of. We'll have to try and grab it, like and they've got like a couple of like sort of lighter beers, like a two. Point three percent, like session beers, uh, sounds good. Perfect, like summertime type. Like you can drink if them you've all got a car, like, like just uh, that nice beery taste. I think they've got a couple of them. Um, but yeah, they've they've released like a a batch of the classics are in there. Uh, like Faith, my favorite beer, favorite beer of all time. So anybody out yeah. there who wants to gift Liam and you're looking for something to buy him, you oh. know, this man loves his Northern Monk Faith. Northern Monk Faith is definitely one of the best beers I've tasted. And um, if you're in Leeds or Manchester, the Northern Monk Refectory, go there and get yourself a beverage because it tastes different out of the tap. They all do, don't they? They all taste different all out of the tap. Good. Can, to a bottle, 
taste different. Can or bottle into a glass taste different. And then when you get them on tap, it's an entirely different experience altogether. In this, uh, in the trilogy, now I'm not big on me Roman numerals. So I'll put this out there, the beautiful bastards who've had more of an education in the ways of the Roman Empire than I have. Well. It's uh, M-M-X-V-I-I-I. So, I know V-I-I-I. Was it? M M. M M X V I I I V I I I is eight. X is ten. M M that must stand for like million million. Dunno, making that up. Twenty eighteen, mate. That just stands for twenty eighteen, does it? Aye. Oh shit oh M must be thousand then. So that's two M's, that's two thousand and eighteen. Holy shit. The trilogy two thousand eighteen. I mean it makes sense now that I've seen it written down. And in that little collection it's, uh, it's three sort of collabs. One with uh, Garage Brewing Company. Uh, it's just called Hops, which is a triple IPA coming in at 9.5%, which would have... Holy fuck. That would have fucking ended me this evening. That's going to split you in half. That's going to split me right in half. There's a, a cheeky little collab with Vedant. Vedant are a big oh, brewer. Yeah. I like Vedant. Vedant do some nice beers. And that one's called Yeast, and it's a sour IPA coming in at 6.5%. And then there's a cheeky little collab with Whiplash, which is a malt... Uh, and it's a Brut IPA coming we've out at 4.5. We've had a couple of whiplashes before Aye, have, on right. the cast as well. It's been very good. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I love the fact that beers are just pouring out of anywhere. Like, you can go to Asda and pick up some unbelievable yeah. beers at any point now. Right. However, it's getting diluted. Oversaturation now, of the market. I feel like... You've either got a lot of some of the big players, like, are, are, are coming out yeah. and like thriving in this, this community, this new this environment. New, yeah, and it's not giving room for some of. Essentially, like, what a beer is a beer, and you just need to play around with the ingredients, add some shit, take some shit away, mm. and try and come up with a a night something that people enjoy, something nice. But I don't know. It's just there's gonna be too much of it. Too who'd have thought it? Who'd have thunked? Too much craft deals in the world. That was always the danger. And I think I tell you what it is. I've got you know I've got the subscription, the happy accident of course subscription to beer fifty two. Mm-hmm. So we get craft beers from around the world delivered monthly to Happy Accident HQ, and I feel. Like, I may have to cancel that subscription because in the last three months I've had what I'd consider one really decent box and the rest of them have had beers from around the world which I'm all up for tasting and I'll, I'll try them. But a lot of them, it is, it's it's, it's oversaturation. It's, it's They're just generic. I feel you're giving us these beers and if I was in the shop, I wouldn't have chosen these beers. But I'm paying money and I'm getting them delivered to me door. And yes, I enjoy tasting them. I enjoy expanding my craft ale palate. But, I don't know, it's just getting to that point. And I've said this time and time again on the podcast. It's getting to the point where I'm going to stop buying and trying all the beers. And now I feel like I've got I've got me top ten. I've got me top five even. And it's like, maybe I'm just going to buy them and drink them from now on. You Northern Monks. I'm a big fan of Northern Monk. I think fucking who is it that does is it Cloudwater? Cloudwater. Cloudwater's they've yeah. got they've got a signature taste where they're using just water that's like come from like 
a hidden spring that nobody knows about that's been yeah, triple cloud. triple filtered four times. Also, there's a there's a cloud water bar in Manchester. We need to maybe hit that up. Hit that shit. It's it's a long way for a pint when you've got a, a bladder infection. True, but, uh, true. When you're crippled with a bladder infection, when I'm better, that's that's what we'll do. Well, let's segue straight into that, saying as though we are the masters of the segue at the minute. 2019, who saw that coming? Happy Accident Podcast, masters of the segue. Uh, what's ailing you, Liam? How's that, how's that bladder oh, infection day? Well, well, blue my neck. The question on everybody's lips is, are you squirting blood from your dick pipe still? No. Good. No Good. blood. No blood recently. Um, Just pain. Just sheer just pain. Absolute pain. Um, pain is life no still still just fucking plodding on still hurts now and again got them got it's developed definitely developed got like kidney pains and that which I don't know I I haven't been drinking much beer I've been drinking a lot of water I've I've drank a whole ocean spray of cranberry (laughs) juice I mean, like, what what else can I do? I tell you what, it is. It's, is my it's thought, not right? a constant now, though, which is good. Here's my thought. I think we're just gonna put this out there. Let's use this. Let's use your pain. Let's use your discomfort. Let's use your medical condition, and let's make a podcast segment out of it. Let's call it Doctor Franchise. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna <laughs> construct a, 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 a shot almost, and in this shot, it's gonna contain some of nature's most powerful antioxidants slash uh, and natural antibiotics, natural anti-inflammatories like honey, like turmeric, which contains curcumin. And you'd think curcumin, well, that's obviously going to appear in cumin. No, sir. No, not at all. Nope. It appears yeah. in turmeric. We'll get some of these. These are the these things m- that things I've been that nature have provided. And let's fucking when you, buy you with them. You told us about it because basically the. The cause of my illness, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, which apparently may last four months, and then the doctor said it's going to go one way or the other. You're going to have this for the rest of your life, and you're going to be back and forth to urology, and you're going to be best buddies with the fucking staff, or um, it's just going to be... There and it'll go, it'll disappear forever, and you'll never have it again. It's like right, cool. Um, and what you were talking about was, uh, right. So you need to like sort this out yourself. You need to do I... it. You need to look, and you need to research, and you need to look into anti-inflammatories because that's the basis of what's going on inside of us. Uh-huh. All your dip pipes and your kidney pipes and your, your bladder um, pipes. And all your and pipes. I've been looking into it and there's an anti inflammatory diet that people well, here we go. do. Here we go. Yeah, I've been looking into it. So I am. And this was my idea for Kickstarter. Do oh, you know shit, what son. Been heavy on that Kickstarter bands at the minute. Been so trying to find the ultimate product to kickstart. The ultimate product to kickstart. And I'm looking at anti inflammatory shots. Nice, nice. Just, I don't know, Nutribullet, and I'm just going to go mad. I'm going to be chucking cumin and everything. <laughs> blueberries, I'm going to have blueberries coming out of my fucking eyeballs by the end of this 
little. Uh, You're gonna look like that kid off Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, you can roll me right out. Roll him out. Well, what was she called? Baruch Assault. Assault. No, she fell down the air. What an absolute little cunt she was. All of them were. Here, Veruca, if you're listening out there. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. You kind of just can nick a golden egg. While we're at it. Willie himself. While we're at it, Mr. and Mrs. Salt. Are you fucking playing her? You're you setting us? your daughter up for an absolute life of misery. Like, if Jesus. I have a kid, if I have a kid, would I call me kid? Or, uh, who's this? Or, this is baby fucking gonorrhea. You didn't call your kid the name of something gross. Oh, oh this is baby. Verrucas and salt. They're like, if you put salt on a veruca, that's that's like. Yeah, I, I imagine remember, that would hurt. I remember a time, right? You know when uh, you know when puberty hits hard, and uh, d- kids often, when they're going through puberty, develop both warts and verrucas because just there's the hormone imbalance. Aye. You just start sprouting warts. Sprouting warts on your hands and verrucas on your feet. I and never like, had any verrucas. I, I, I had one wart, right, that lived on Although, my thumb. I always did want some of them little verruca socks. <coughs> I just wanted to wear one for the swim, oh, swim pool one day, just just <laughs> as a fashion statement. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a little verruca just on my thumb. And every uh, every now and again, Papa Franchise a would be like... No, a wart. A wart. Papa Franchise would be like, come here, sit yourself down, son. And I got he got this gear from the doctors, and you know, like when you you get like a like the only comparison I made is you know like vape fluid now, uh, where you, you screw the lid off, you screw the lid off, but built into the lid was a tiny tiny spatula, and like it used to you dip it in, and then you just spatula the fluid onto the oh, wart. I used to do that every now and again, and the wart went, and I've never had any warts since. And but me, I got I got hit with them verrucas, didn't I? And I always got told, didn't I, didn't I pick at them, didn't I pick at them, put this on, put this gear on, put some gear on, and it was bazookas. right on the, it weren't a bazooka, actually, it was before the days of bazooka, this, it was right on that bit of my foot, I don't know what that is. The ball. Is that the ball there? Is that a ball? Yeah. It's like the the bit that's down from your big toe, it lived on there, this one big old veruca, put this gear on, and all it seemed to do was kill every living piece of skin around it. Ooh. The veruca was fine. He was absolutely fine. Don't panic about him. He was fine. But everybody's skin around it died a horrible death. And then I, I used to just pick, ah. like, skin. Because as a kid, I didn't have this weirdness. I didn't have this, like, OCD germy shit. So I, like, I'd be like, oh, I've got five minutes. Oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in my room and I'm going to whip my socks off. I'm going to have a very good pick at these verrucas. That's the best way to <laughs> Wow. Best way I can think of to pass five minutes. So I used to just dig all the skin out, and eventually I got to a point where I dug all the dead skin off this Veruca gear, and there was just a Veruca that was just wobbling about. That is like disgusting. I, but it, was, it, it had a root. It had like a root into my foot. And every time I'd grab it and pull, thinking I'm going to pull this fucker out, and I'm going to pull the entire root out, and it would look like an eyeball. You know, like when you see eyeballs come out in a film, and it's got like the optic nerve on the back. Uh, I thought, I'm going to rip this Veruca straight out of my foot, complete with the Veruca equivalent of the optic nerve. But the pain was unbearable. <laughs> I think felt like it was... I used to pull it, right? I used to pull on the Veruca, and my eye would twitch. I was like, is this thing connected to the back of my eyeballs? But uh, oh, thankfully, no, thanks. During, after Absolutely after not. the the hormone soup imbalance of puberty had settled down, the Verrucas all just vanished of their own volition. They just well, they packed up and left like an elf on the shelf. 
Just off it went. Absolute razor glass to Veruca Salt. Let's, let's have one for Veruca. <laughs> she's probably dead. Pro- yeah, the actress who played Veruca Salt, where's she now? Probably still coining it in off Charlie and the Chocolate Factory probably, one. Probably living off them Charlie and the Chocolate Factory royalties. Fucking Nina them Nina, Nina them worked another day in their life, <laughs> did they? Just <laughs> like it boom. It is like nothing? smash out this one hit wonder, never again seen on screen. Just they sitting there it. in the billionaire mansions. When they re released Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with fucking Johnny Depp in it, and everyone was like, Well, this is alright, but like the other one was better, I'm gonna go back and watch that. The, the bank account must have got a re fucking jab in the arse cheek. Fucking Mike TV sitting there where he's fucking with cowboy sleeves and that. Cow- <laughs> still wearing his cowboy gear. Crap. Mooching about in a white suit. Just, just like, <laughs> white suit with his cowboy gear on and shades indoors. Just like, alright, here comes another royalty check. Get me some crack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's definitely an arsehole. I think uh, Augustus Gloop <sighs> has probably got a really successful f- Instagram fitness page right now. Aye. Augustus Gloop's like. Uh, Aye. Fucking DVD. Aye. He made it big in the nineties for a video. <laughs> Him and Davina McCall were fucking smashing it. <laughs> top top ten in HMV when you went in. It's just the, the absolute power duo <laughs> when people went in. When people went in HMV, the absolute power duo of Augustus Gloop and that lad out of Matilda who got made eight all lack here. I can't remember his name, but they were just like, "Hey, remember us? Yeah, we used to be fucking disgusting. Look at us back then. Check us now." like 36 abs oh go on abs in places where you shouldn't on, even have abs well aye fucking Charlie and the Chocolate Factory fair play to them tell you what fair play to them what an absolute cracking film who directed film. that uh, what else did ooh, they do I can't remember who directed the first one I remember obviously Tim Burton did the second one didn't he aye weed as fuck I liked it wasn't the same though it weren't, it weren't Charlie and I've, the Chocolate Factory you can you remember The Witches Wait, I remember the witches. Absolute classic. I've heard that's getting remade. It is well. getting a remake, and I've, I've 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 read somewhere who was in it, and it startled us. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, that's it. Anne Hathaway's going to be in the Anne in the Hathaway. witches remake. Obviously, because I'm a big fan of Anne Hathaway and all of our face. I, I think face she's and everything. Anne Hathaway is what I'd describe as an English rose. Oh, a bloody English I was obsessed rose. with her for a bit. I think it might have started on a weird dream. A weird and Hathaway dream. Aye. But uh, what did you do to her? Dunno, but uh, apparently Devil Wears Prada's my favourite film of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I was word ask, for word. I was going to ask, I was taught an Anne Hathaway in, was it the print, she did something about like the, the, the princess, princess Diaries. The Princess Diaries. Or was it Anne nah. Hathaway in The Devil Wears Prada? Or my personal favourite <laughs> Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway's Catwoman. Oh yeah, that was impressive. I enjoyed. Oh, I, I loved uh, Les Miserables. Les Miserables. Les Miserables. Anne Hathaway mm-hmm. crying, shaven, edited. <laughs> that did it for you, did it? That spoke. That spoke. <laughs> it was to right on my street there. <laughs> that spoke to parts of you, did it? Um, no, I big fan of Anne and Oliver. I don't know. She's probably an mm-hmm. asshole. Well, apparently she's probably is, sitting there on my TV, snorting cocaine, just slaves. Doing, doing crack off the back of a slave. Just have some giant cocaine mountain, mountain like 
factory going on where the girls have to go in naked in case they're trying to smuggle coke out uh, in the undergarments. Fucking hell, Anne Hathaway took a turn, didn't she? What an arsehole. What a fucking arsehole, Anne Hathaway. Fucking Anne Hathaway, man. <clears throat> no, but she gets very a bit of, She gets a bit of stick for, a, a, like, not being Anne Hathaway, Catwoman, Princess Diaries, Devil Wears Prada, being Anne Hathaway as Anne Hathaway. Normal human. Normal human Anne Hathaway. She gets a bit of stick for the way she goes on, doesn't she? Goes she on. Not. I think she goes on like, um... Tend to just avoid anything. I was going to be a politically correct. She goes on like a bit of a bellend. Well, any... any any bad words I hear about Anne Hathaway I just like kind of blot them out mm. as mm. if it was like my own child type thing she can like, do no wrong do no wrong no tell you what I also heard and this has been floating around for a while do you remember Hocus Pocus oh that was getting a remake that's as been well. getting a remake for years that but like I don't know if Still? I need that like I don't need you didn't need a remake of that the Goonies was supposed it's, to be getting a remake or a sequel it was a cult classic because of like Bette Midler strong Bette Midler strong Bette Midler strong fucking what's his name the foot lady <laughs> the foot lady <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker the most attractive Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker that has ever been I've never been more attracted to a human foot Absolutely than Sarah not. Jessica Parker's face you can I've I've watched a lot of Sex in the City and uh I went through that time. Not even where... slightly. <laughs> not <laughs> even slightly attracted. Nah. Nowhere near than what you was in there. See, the time when I was watching Sex and the City was because the, the girl I was seeing at the time, or the girl I was courting at the time, much like every girl of that era was obsessed with Sex and the City, so I bought a, the, the box set where every all the DVDs came in a yeah. shoebox. So we used to just have to sit, and it was like, right, what do you want to watch? We'll watch a series of what you want to watch, then we'll watch a series of what I want to watch. So I'd be like... 24. I want to watch Jack Bauer. 24 yep. Jack Bauer. 100%. 100%. Used to smash a series of that, then have to do a series of Sex and City. And never once was I attracted to Sarah Jessica Parker in Sex and City. I was, however, fucking rampantly attracted to Kim Cattrall's character. It was just a... Just a, just just a, a fucking dirty old... Dirty old... Dirty old fucking dirty sex fiend, don't you? Bitch. Dirty... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, she was. I'm sure Kim Cattrall. Right? My my earliest memory of Kim Cattrall is obviously the seminal classic, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh yeah. You find me a better Kurt Russell movie. I'll find you a priest that doesn't touch kids. Oh, Big that Trouble Christmas in Little thing China. That Christmas. Well, I, I well, ah, hilarious. Ar- arguably the best Santa Claus ever. Um, I'll give him that. Well, well done, Netflix. You Good on you. Good on you, Netflix. But uh, I, Kim Cattrall in Sex and the City, just the character she played, it shouldn't have. And I'm sitting here in 2019, which we will segue into this a little bit now. I'm just going to just plant the seed that there's a segue coming. In 2019, we shouldn't think of women like that. But back in the day, when you're a young man and you're just te- you're testosterone riddled, the kind of thing where you could just <clears throat> either fornicate or masturbate, and you'd be like, Gadoosh! You'd hit that main event, you'd finish up, and then you'd be like, I'm still rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> when you were that young man, when you were more testosterone than anything, the Kim Cattrall character in Sex and the City was aimed directly oh, at that, that boy. And, like, pretty much in every kid's room, 
they had Channel 4, and that was it. You, you had 1, 2, 3, and 4. Uh, you had no more. You might channel, get Channel 5. When Channel 5 dropped, and every night, yeah, every Friday night on Channel 5 was the porn night, and they'd have, like, the Red Shoe Diaries and that, where it was, like, soft, it was what you call simulated sex porn. scenes, right? Where you watched it and you suffered through a dreadful story arc. I'm a mug for a story arc. I really am. I like to get involved. You suffered through a dreadful story arc for that golden moment where the simulated sex scene came out. And in every single film, the simulated sex scene followed the same formula. The shot for shot, every single Channel 5, Friday night, porny, had a simulated (laughs) sex scene that was identical. It was just two different people acting it out. Weird, and it? you'd say like a tit. There'd just be a tit there. That was enough. That was enough back then. Like that was enough. We live in a world now where like people are like, well, I like. Uh, oh man, if I really want to just uh, bash one out, I need some uh, amateur point of view incest speciality that really gets us going. <laughs> Make sure there's a Chinese girl in there as well. I really, that's that's me jam. Back in the day, I could see, like back in the day, <clears throat> hands up, hands up. Let's be honest here. How many of us in this room? <laughs> Absolutely. How many not. of us in this room absolutely pulverised the self to the Jerry Hallowell Michiko Latino oh, well, video? See, no, did not even get that. <clears throat> not attracted to Jerry Hallowell at all, but in Michiko Latino. I mean, did you say tit? No, not even a, not even the threat of a nipple, not even a danger of a nipple. But just writhing about in sand with what a lapping at her, lapping at her uh, ample bosom. See, Sad, that pulverise my, pulverise myself all day long. Weird. Be sitting there, I'd mute it because the song was god awful. But like mute it, and I'd just watch her in the water getting like waves lapping Jerry, up against her soft skin. Not. And in my head, I'd just be like, Jerry Alliwell, take me away from you. That's right, we're getting there. Another hundred men. Just total Africa, hundreds. <laughs> Shout out, by the way, to one of the beautiful bastards who keeps contacting us every time she goes to the dentist. Toto Africa is playing in the dentist. Yeah, it's fucking everywhere since you, since you, since I brought it up into the public up. eye as my masturbating song. It's everywhere, <laughs> absolutely everywhere. There you go. Um, what were we saying? Well, we're talking, about, uh, we're talking about we're talking about the witches getting remade. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> Apparently it's getting remade. I but uh, let's segue. Let's segue. There's a few films I shouldn't touch, and I think that's one of them. Well, Hawks Porters, The Witches, and The Goonies are three films that have been rumoured to have remakes or sequels. And I love it. all of them. And don't fucking you just touch them. Don't. don't touch them. They don't need it. They don't need it. Is originality dead? Where are all the original story writers? If you want something fantastical like Hawks Porters, gives three weeks. I'll write you a full. I'll write you a full fucking three film trilogy and it'll be fan fucking tastical. Well let's what we're waiting for? <sighs> Lazy, Anna. It's pretty much that's pretty much the top and bottom of it. Well, we're gonna be lazy after the three weeks. If you want me to write something fantastical. Just take a week off work and we'll we'll write something. That is. We keep we keep talking about keep, writing something. Keep, keep threatening it. I can barely even write. Got a broken <laughs> finger in <isn't> it. <I? laughs> Thought you were gonna say I'm barely even right. Didn't pass English. Didn't well, barely. <laughs> barely. What's it? What's a D? <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's a Roman numeral. <laughs> I 
got a fucking 24 <laughs> in English. <laughs> nah, what did I? I got C's in English. I, 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 yeah, did, was... I got a higher grade in Spanish than I got in English. Wow. And, and bear that in mind, Reid, my GCSE English scores were poorer than my Spanish scores. However, when I had a blog, when this all started, when it was a blog, the blog doesn't exist anymore. Well, there's not much in, but do you want a taste of that? I'll have a taste. Citra, a... Citra and Simcoe, Logo Poly. Just have a... Hey, uh, it will blow you, blow you a little... Jerry Halliwell's oh. you It's can, like you can taste every eight point two percent in Oh that. you can at all. Oh. That's like uh, it's, it's great. Do you know what that is? If I was it's to like des- having four cans in one If I was to describe it in the way we do when we hashtag what you're drinking, I would say that was like the first breath of a morning uh, where five lads have slept in a tent. <laughs> the- <laughs> That's the level of foist. It's like, like zipping it up. Like that's that zip, level. Stick your head in there. And have a bop. That's, that's have a bop that. Tastes taste like curry chip butties. <laughs> and, <laughs> and sweat. And cheap, cheap cider. <laughs> Aye, but uh, if anyone here, I know we do have listeners who've been with me personally uh, for a very long time. And you've seen me go through some fucking changes. Like you've seen, a st- I started this game as a written blog, then I moved into YouTube, then I moved into what you see or hear in front of you right now as the Happy Accident Podcast. For a lad who only got like C's in English, I've uh, call us big headed. I've got a gift for the verse. I can, I can, I can write. Oh well, I've I've seen you write a book. I've I've got a book. It's up there. It's called Write the Blog, Save the World, and it was my first 100 posts on my written blog condensed into a book, and there's only Very ever great. one of them published. It was self-published, so only ever one of them published, and that book means more to me than a lot. It's great. I bloody love it. I think if you chucked out all the books in here, it wouldn't matter, and you just need to keep that one. Just keep that one Very book. Very great. I mean, you say that, but I've got like... Uh, I mean... I've got... What, what is that? I've got the like the, the all three Act, Walking Dead compendiums right. over there. Just just looking for me. I'm trying to read one with my terrible eyes. Batman: The Long Halloween. Brilliant. What an absolute terrible. Brilliant. Type. Terrible. Brilliant. Title. All Halloweens are the same. What you got? Bear in mind, right? In that collection there. All Halloweens, got... twenty four hours. You got no <laughs> no more, no less. <laughs> Batman, sort your fucking crack. <laughs> You've got right in that selection of books. What's, there. what's mouse? What's that? Oh, mouse. Mouse is. Does it even say a mouse? It's it's mouse, but it's German. It is. Oh uh, it's horrifying. I, I tell you what. I've, it's got a swastika on the side. I bloody nuts. Because no, 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 no. Mouse is is a retelling of the Holocaust, uh, as seen by mice. Fuck off. I'm not kidding. I get it. I get it for you. Jesus Christ. Is this the sort of nonsense you're reading these days? You need to get out more, mate. Mouse, right? Oh, you're not even lying. It's got this one. Mice on this the front. won a Pulitzer Prize. Mouse won the Pulitzer Prize, and it's the Holocaust, but it's mice. Striped well, pajamas. Striped pajamas, and it was not like that. Gas chambers, the lot. It's it's it won Pulitzer Prize. Is that? Great. You don't know that the art style is not exactly what you'd expect from a graphic novel, but by heck, no, it's what you'd expect from a GCSE art pro. Bayek, it's worth a read that. Powerful, oh. 
Very powerful. Oh no. Very powerful. Deep that. It is deep. It is deep. You didn't just go and win a Pulitzer Prize for writing about mice just casually living a life in a field. Ooh. You've gotta you've gotta put them in Nazi Germany, ain't you? Great. Great book. Great book. Well worth a read. If you ever want to borrow that, find somebody else. You're not getting mine. <laughs> <laughs> for your shit talk, you're not getting mine. There's some Kraken books on there. Oh, no, nah, nah. But like Robert uh, are you aware of Robert Kirkman? The guy who wrote um The ne- Walton Dead? Never heard of the cunt. He wrote The Walton Dead. I've got all three compendiums of the Walton Dead up there. There might be a compendium for out now, and I've got Nero and Michelle for it. That's a kick in the dick. Got some outcast. I've got uh, Batman Nightfall, all three parts. Brilliant. The, the story arc where Batman gets his back broken. Ooh, sounds painful. And uh, does, it you, does it show you his recovery process? Aye. A, a, a book's worth of physio. Well, while he's doing physio Clear. for a broken back. <laughs> obviously, while Being he's doing... Being on the phone for three hours while he's putting a claim in. <laughs> <laughs> while he's doing physio for a full book, Azrael, who's another character from the Batman universe takes up the mantle of Batman but he hasn't got the restraint of Batman mate you know what I mean Batman's out there and Batman's he's got he's got a strict moral code if you're doing wrong he's going to beat the holy fuck out of you Absolutely. he's not going to kill you he's not going to kill you Batman's never going to kill you he'll beat the holy fuck out I of mean, you because you're a bad man but he's got a moral compass he's not going to kill you Azrael was just killing fools like I, I've seen a lot of the Batman things and he hits people a lot and he knocks there's not a lot of death in it, but there's a lot of like concussions. Oh, I con- dishing like, them out like he's, the he's fucking he's knocking people out freebies. like I don't know, chucks an arm out, you're concussed instantly. Instant you're lying concussed. on the floor like out. That's it. Um, did he ever think about the impact on on the other lives of of? Miss, but look, look. Right. Was Batman sitting there thinking, "Oh my god, now I've got to go to court." Uh, got a little Gotham court. Who's arresting Batman? Well, who's arresting someone Batman? better. He's been knocking concussions out for. He's knocking out years. He's knocking out people who the police are not dealing with. If if anything, right now, I promote vigilante justice. I would, like, but there's people on the streets. They'd be like, the the. Take the bragging rights to that. I was knocked out by Batman last night, you know. I remember a story. Now you thought of that. I remember a story, right? You wrote Businessman of the Year, Carl William Manson. Yeah. This is one of his stories, right? So I, I can't was, take credit for this. I know but where you're going. It was one lowly Halloween. So everyone's dressed up out on the town, having a few beers, having a right laugh. We've gone straight out of the bookshelf into straight real life. Straight out of the bookshelf yeah. into real life. This is a real life story. So he's dressed up as Batman. He, it was a rented suit. He's not like me. He doesn't own his own bat suit. I do. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever. We'll move on. He's dressed up as Batman. The girl he was seeing at the time was dressed up as Batgirl. Batgirl obviously has a tiny little skirt. We're in a club. Somebody, drunk and yob, puts his hand straight up Batwoman's skirt. This also comes straight into the segue that we're going to touch on after this. Regardless, this drunken fucking arsehole puts his hand straight up the skirt gets a right handful. Gets a right handful of I don't know what. Was it ass? Was it was a puss? I don't know. I didn't ask the question. Right? What a horrible word. You know, I'm gonna champion the word puss till the day I die. I find it amusing, what? and I love the reaction I get off you. So what? I'll continue to call it the puss infection. He got a handful of something he shouldn't have had a handful of, which then prompted 
the correct response of Businessman of the Year, Carl Williamson, stepping forward, knocking the guy clean out. Now, that guy wakes up from being knocked out cold, and then if he has to tell a story, what happened to you there? I got knocked out by Batman. Batman. Scale <laughs> <lunch>. <laughs> Batman actually knocked us clean out. I was unconscious. I was doing that weird unconscious breath. You know that like... (laughs) Where the whole body goes weird and does them fucking bizarre noises when it's unconscious. Alright? True story. Now, let's move into that segue. The segue that I've planted two seeds for now. Somebody reached out. Kaz. Kaz Walton on Twitter reached out. Lovely Kaz. Reached out and said... How do you feel, boys, about this new Gillette ad? Ooh. Hot shit at the minute in the news, this this Gillette ad. If you haven't seen the ad, just have a Google of it right now and have a, it's have a little hard. play. It's not hard to find. See what, it, see what it's about, because I've seen it a couple of times, and I'm still... I'm split. Mm. I'm very much split. Straight down the middle. So, I, I, here's my three pence on it. I don't know if that's an actual saying, right. but it is now. Here's my three pence. Chuck your three pence at it. Um, these the reason I'm split. The message portrayed in the ad is 100% right in every single facet. Right. Boys will be boys is not acceptable. Sexual harassment of the likes of Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, the list goes on. Not acceptable. That's the sort of thing they're hinting at. Bullying. Not acceptable. In any way, shape or form. I was a victim of horrific bullying. And look how I turned out. Bullying isn't acceptable. It creates egotistical sociopaths. Yeah. Okay? Bullying's not acceptable. 100%. The bit I'm split on, the bit I'm torn on, is that... I feel like Gillette of, are you aware of the term white knight? Mm. So when <clears throat> let's take an example of a of, of sexual harassment. Right. Now sexual harassment on its very low levels. So it's it's a girl having an opinion and then a boy disagreeing with that girl but well, it's not sexual harassment. Well, let's just say this girl has an opinion and a boy comments on it and just says, whatever, you're a, you stream to thousands of people and the only reason you get all these thousands of people is because you stream with your tits pretty much out. Yeah. That's the kind of comment that a bitter person would give. Yeah. If I had a pair of tits and they were amazing, I would use them to my advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. Lols. So he says a disgusting comment. Then a boy, another boy steps in and what's called white knight. So he steps in as this saving hero to say, Hey man, you can't say that. She's a beautiful human being. Yeah. You can't talk about her that way. Yeah. But oftentimes these people, I mean this is just my opinion, the, the people who step forward and say that aren't doing it to take the moral high ground and correct a bad behaviour. They're doing it to appear as the better man to the victim the pre- who's yeah, the girl yeah. that's the white knight yes you will get some cases where somebody will step forward and go hang on a minute mate that's fucking wildly out of fucking tune that you kind of you kind of say that fuck me so they're it's just looking at it for their own 
fucking. Aye, I guess. there's there's people out there's people out there. This at the end of the day, speaking as a man, and I have no empirical evidence to back this up. This is again just my opinion. Opinions are like arseholes. Everybody's got one. That lad who white knights and says, "Oh, you can't talk about a girl like that." Blah blah blah. blah. That's just a beta male way of getting in front of the alpha and appearing more appealing to the girl. Does it work? Never. <laughs> Not even once. Right. Yeah. I get All it does I get that. is it just starts an absolute flame war on a I fucking chat room but somewhere. Some if if you are that person it and it doesn't come across in the same way mm. Is it is it a notion in yourself that you feel or is it an opinion by everybody else? Has it been forced upon you? Has it been forced upon, or could it? Could you just be like, right, a bang out of oil, you shouldn't have said that, and then you're seen as the white knight, as you say, mm-hmm. by everybody else. That. So I think it's it's a personal thing, in a situation. Yeah. That. I don't know. Like it's. It's a tough one. It is a tough one because tell you the what, white knight, anybody... So you've got a guy a with things. a strong moral compass who might step forward and see it. And then the difference being somebody doing the classic white knight would leverage himself on the girl so you can't talk about her that way. She's a beautiful human. You can't objectify her. He's then also in that act objectifying this yes, girl yeah, who's referred yeah, yeah. to as a beautiful object and who should be defended. If you've got somebody else who takes a strong moral compass and disagrees with the, the tone and the way the lad said it and doesn't ever reference a girl and says, hang on a minute, you're out of order. You can't fucking talk about people like that. Get yourself to a fucking dark room and have a good think. Give you a shake and have a good think. That person has a strong moral compass, but will be branded a white knight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's such so a it's, fucking difficult... It's a... There's a, a massive a minefield. Area. It's a minefield. So... There's a thing of like when I was when I was saying this ad, it was like there's something that proper grinds my gears is male feminists. Yes. So in that thing of white knight and there's I'm gonna say I don't know like there's a large percentage of male feminists in that white knight area category so I was thinking I don't know there's some part of that there's a couple of things that should never have referenced the me too yes thing in it, it they should just steer clear of that yeah S- what like they've had a strap line Gillette the best a man can get and what they've been using that for over 30 year and now you're gonna try and change it. You're gonna. It's you're gonna not ban- gonna go. You're jumping on a bandwagon. It, you're jumping on a bandwagon. Like whoever's d- did this is it's worked because uh, it's got people talking about yeah, Gillette. Yeah. People don't like it. People any publicity is good publicity. All that nonsense. Yeah. Um. It's. I don't know. I like there's certain parts of it where I feel like. Yeah, I totally agree. This. Boys will be boys. Mentality isn't acceptable. Like, 
and there was there's a bit where there's I don't, you, you'll have seen the video of like the two kids gonna have a fight this guy interrupts and has a bit of a chat with them Aye. and it was like have a bit of respect for yourselves shake your fucking hands and walk away yeah look at the guys around you laughing blah blah, blah. they've used that in the ad which I just it's all about the boys of today or the men of tomorrow yes, and stuff aye, like that aye. if Gillette go back and use Gillette the best a man can get at any point in their life they are fucked over big aye. time what an absolute terrible decision it's, it's like I feel the message is important the delivery was entirely insincere that's what, what it comes down to toxic masculinity that's what the the, the talking about and this is something else that doesn't I, get addressed I'm, go for it you see I'm, I, I don't think masculinity is a bad thing no it's seen as a bad thing and just as like femininity it's not it's not bad like why like why are these things which is it's just part of life part of nature yeah be, being like portrayed let's, as something like as bad let's not forget if you take if you boil a piss off all of this there is a fucking genetic difference between men and women and masculinity and femininity that is at the that, that's such a fucking low level of it but all masculinity isn't bad all femininity is definitely not bad but one thing that I did pick up on was there's a part in that video where a girl walks past in the street and then one of the guys is like Ugh, and he like he lays like he lays her and he lunges towards her and then another guy steps forward and goes whoa no no that's not cool no 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 that seemed natural. That was the best acting in the full fucking clip, by the way. Like, what? No, stop. No, no, can't do that. Yes, you can't layer at somebody's face. I disagree with that altogether. You can't lunge at somebody. You can't chase somebody down it's, and, like, no, like, force your masculinity upon them. But can we all just be honest for a minute here? To get away, to, to, to do away with the fact that uh, this goes both ways. An attractive woman walks past and men amongst the self which is being portrayed as a bad thing go fucking hell fucking hell did you say that did you fucking say that as long as you're not doing that and making that woman uncomfortable if that's something between you it's an observation that there's a very beautiful woman who's walked past if you think it's that a... doesn't happen when a fit bloke walks past and a bunch of lasses gone oh my fucking god did you see him that happens. That's masculinity and femininity. That's a, that's raw lust and sexual attraction. And there's nothing wrong with that. Acting on it, getting handsy, getting disrespectful, that's what's wrong. Yeah. But I, th I feel like they put, they put a lot of different categories. They put bullying and like harassment and aggressive like sort of behaviours in in the same pool as that sort of like it, the smash it all into a razor aye yeah aye. How, you like for me Gillette you have no say on this nah. you, you you have you 
you make razors for fuck's sake and you make razors for women so I don't know why you even fucking nah. <laughs> like this isn't uh, I, I, I can see where they were coming from and how they've went down someone in the boardroom's gone right that's the ad for us they're taking away we're strap line and we're doing this and we're and it's I, I, I don't know there's bits where I agree with it mm-hmm. and there's bits where I uh, I could argue like against it I, th- I think it's just one of them things am I going to go oh my god I'm never going to use a Gillette product ever in my life no I think it's a bit pathetic <laughs> if people <laughs> are like are getting At the end of the like day, that Gillette. ramped up about something that someone said like it's still it's Gillette, I don't know Gillette made good razors you know what I mean I mean, Gillette make perfectly acceptable razors. Would I watch an advert and say I'm never going to use a Gillette product? No. Would I watch an advert and say I'm right? I believe in that message and I'm never going to use anything but Gillette. No, it hasn't. Whatever that, and that will work for some people. That will either turn people off or turn people on to Gillette, which is perfectly fine. That's what advertising is. But I boil the piss off it when it comes down to it. I agree with the messaging of the ad. I don't agree with the insincerity in which it's been delivered by a razor company. Yeah. Uh, it came across a little condescending, if I'm honest, Gillette. Yeah. A little... Be the best a man can be. What, what? You tell me what the best a man can be is. Because that's never addressed. Because not treating women disrespectfully, not... That's bullying, not the best not a man fighting. That's be. not the best a man be. That's a be- that's, that's just, just normal. standard. That's what the but fucking baseline of human behaviour should be. That doesn't apply to just men, by the you way. Put, you're putting I've it on seen... a pedestal like, you're a good guy if you don't creep on people <laughs> down the street. <laughs> you can use our yeah. razors if you're not a fucking arsehole. <laughs> if you think women don't bully, women aren't sexually aggressive at times, if women don't fucking harass each other. I, I don't know if you've ever seen a man fight where two blokes fight. And then I don't know if you've ever seen a woman fight. Men fights don't turn my stomach. Women fights. Bitches be crazy. So, but like then it's it's the whole thing of like it's separating it. It's separating I... it again and it's it it shouldn't be like that, I think. I I think I don't know, it's just it, I don't think it was their place to say something. Someone, but on some level, there's somewhere that this needs to be addressed. That whole yeah. like, it, but I don't think that was the best way of doing it. No. I think it, it's a it's a long haul thing because it's always been plugged into our systems. Like man up, be a be a fucking I don't know whatever. Be like a man. just be a man. Like just kind of like men don't cry yeah that and I don't the best a man can get from like a razor point of view I don't think they held the torch for that I think there's other other things there's other places that they can deal with that they can deal with that at an earlier age and I don't know there's how many fucking kids are sitting there talking about this right now? Zero. Zero kids. And they're talking, saying, 
the, the talking about the next generation of boys that become a man, blah blah blah. There's, there's no, you, I, I don't know. They've created an argument from nothing, and they've referenced other things that that were quite important to people, and the they've, I think they've disregarded it in a really shitty sort of way. So, I don't know. There's points I agree Aye. with and points I don't, but that's just my opinion. And I know there's people out there screaming at us saying, nah, you're fucking wrong. You're a fucking arsehole. But, Aye. listen. There goes it. My- I, I, I don't like the ad. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it was catchy. I don't think it made me want to buy a razor. No. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. I don't even. I, I wear a beard. I don't. I don't need a. What do I need a razor for? You know what I mean? I, I'll, I'll, I'll surmise my opinions on the Gillette ad as an important message lost in a fucking cloud of insincerity and advertising bullshit. Yeah. I will. It's, I will. I'm all for like that. Building a better. That's what they've called it, building a better man project. And yeah, hundred percent. But bashing an adult on the telly to sell more razors isn't the way nah. of going about that. Build a better man. Build a better man. Yes. Hundred percent agree. Build a better man. But that doesn't stop at right, build a better man. Stop being sexually aggressive. Stop bullying. Stop this. Stop that. Stop the other. There's so much more of that that you're not looking at. You you've attacked men. You've attacked men. Where the yes, there are some men who need to change the ways. That's that, that's never been disputed. There are men out there who go on despicably. I get it. However, like- you've got to look at the flip side of that. And then if you're going to build a better man, you've got to address boys. Don't cry. Man up. These are things that need addressing. So there's there's points in that, that that are relevant, and that 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 conversation needs to happen, but not by a fucking razor company. Not by and picking, but, but not then by again, cherry picking bits of it. Then who? Then who does? Like that's know. the question. Maybe the who does that? Maybe this ad was the necessary catalyst to start a bigger conversation. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Men are arseholes. A lot of men are arseholes. Fucking... I tell you what. Humans are arseholes. There are women out there who are arseholes. If you want examples of that. I mean, I don't really want to fucking touch on this, but since we're on it, the Me Too movement is an important movement. A very important movement. It, It needs attention. It needs... It needs fucking funding. It needs change. It needs fucking legislation. It needs a lot of the Mato movement because it's highlighting massive, massive flaws in human society. But then again, However, there's, there's, there's people jumping on that bandwagon and using it for yes. their own gain. And that isn't... People have no grounds to use it. Isn't a... Isn't a he's an example. He's an example. Are you aware of Chris Hardwick? The man who does no. talking dead. He's like an American guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, Little yeah. nerd fella. He he got accused by an actress. An accusation that he sexually and emotionally abused her. Right? 
this man was taken off television, lost all his income, all of that. Now, I'll, I will say, if this is true, all of that is deserved. Emotional and sexual abuse, there's no place for it in this world. She jumped on the back of the Mato movement. I'm not going to say jumped on the back, that's wrong. She was inspired by the Mato movement to speak out about the despicable acts allegedly Chris Hardwick had done to her. Everybody lambasted him. Everybody turned the back on that man. It came out after that, three ex-partners and Andy's current wife all came out and said, this isn't him. I spent years with this man and I didn't see any of this in him at all. Now again, I will say it was an allegation. I wasn't there. If I'm not saying just because he was one way with four women doesn't mean he but can't be another way with, with another woman. That's not how it works. I'm not saying he's innocent. Mm. I'm saying, going off the facts, somebody accused him, and I believe the burden of proof lies on the accuser. Okay, if you're going to come out and say something, if I was going to accuse you of being a miserable cunt, I would mm. say he's an example. I've got to prove that you're a miserable cunt. Yeah. You are innocent until Obviously, proven guilty. impossible. I mean, listen to any podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if I were going to say you're a miserable cunt, Liam, you are, you are innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. And then the burden of proof is on me. If I was to say that, if I was to throw out that Liam's a miserable cunt, and then you would judge... Do you need to keep saying it? You? <laughs> you were tried in the court of public opinion. For being a miserable cunt. For being cunt. a miserable cunt. No evidence... At all, a statement was made with no evidence battle, right? That's wrong. The, the the burden of proof lies on the accuser. Again, this could draw heat, but I'm looking at pure facts. This woman makes an accusation. Four women come out and say, well, that's not the him I know. I fucking, one of them married him and says, nah, that's not him. Nobody, I think, and like that's the thing. The, the Me Too movement is important, but there are people who are using the Me Too movement to do more damage to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than, than the I Me think there's a lot of that about... Fame's a funny thing as well. Fucking aye. Because if he wasn't famous, I doubt that would have happened. Mm. Or And there's a lot of the that that's underlining. Like it's just, Obviously, the Me Too movement's inspired a lot of people to to come forward and who isn't famous and yeah it's 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 done good but it's just like I, I don't know it does get diluted by the the people that are willing to take advantage of something yeah. and to 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 get a leg up or to just I don't know in some parts, some it could be attention, it can be mm-hmm. just uh, it can be anything, and that's where shit happens, and that's where people start forgetting about things, and people start thinking, "Oh, this means nothing." And it, I'll tell you, it, a, a perfect example. It's, it's so many things, but a perfect example. There's a games journalist who goes by the name of Jason Schreier. He works for Kotaku, uh, a reputable games company. Okay. Uh, there's a story going on in the games industry at the minute where a CEO of a game developer has been accused 
of a man who used to work with them, who no longer works with them, have taken a $12 million payout back pocket. So $12 million that should have gone to the team who built the game went straight in his back pocket. That's the headline. Yeah, right. The guy who made the accusation then sped up a load of old bullshit about the fact that this guy, who's the accused, had uh, at one point had a USB stick full of company documents, secret company documents, on his USB stick. He also had a porn video saved on that USB stick that he came out and said, I saved it. The porn video was a calm girl who was 18, so legal, okay, playing Marcel and then squirting all over. Now, with this guy had never seen squirting before. We always get this terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this guy had never seen squirting before. It blew his mind. He was like, what the fucking hell was that? He saved that video. That video did it for him, right? A female squirting. In my opinion, it's piss. Whatever. Different different story. <laughs> different podcasts altogether, right? So, he got accused of £12 million in the back pocket. Then that was muddied by this accusation that he had underage porn on this USB stick right right? wasn't underage she was 18 now the fucking Jason Schreier who's a well respected journalist and again I champion him he is a well respected journalist very good journalist and every single piece of his work has been nothing short of fucking impeccable in my eyes Mm -hmm. he put a tweet out that was something you'd expect to see in the sun right and it was totally off brand so I called him out on it I went that's what you've just said there he put this fancy tweet out full of fucking hyperbole and fucking adjectives. And I said to him, on Twitter, I just replied and said, what you've just said there basically is, man saves porn video on USB stick and loses it. That's all you needed to say. You didn't. What I feel is you've, that's the most tabloid shit you've put out. He replied, fair play to him, and he was like, look, it's just a tweet. Read my article. That's where the real details is. It doesn't mean that I'm not digging into the story to find out the real truth behind the allegations, which I respected. He said that back. He cleared it up. I said back to him. I was like, look, yeah, I respect your work. I feel that tweet was off-brand. Take the example of Chris Hardwick. You should be innocent until proven guilty, not the other way around. And then, lo and behold, somebody fucking white knights comes on in defending the girl who was involved in the Chris Hardwick case. And I was like, hang on a minute, mate. Listen. Look, she's made accusations. Accusations. The burden of proof's on the accuser. I wasn't there. I'm not saying he didn't do it. I'm saying he got tried in the court of public opinion with no evidence at all where four character witnesses came forward and said, nah, that sounds fuck all like him. Again. Accusation. I wasn't there. I'm not a fly on the wall. In their relationship, I didn't see what he did to her. All I can go on is fact, which is what the whole fucking judicial system is based on. The court of public opinion is a brutal place to be. And this lad was like, "Oh, you fucking, you, you're that wrong. You've had to make up a, you've had to make up a court. You've had to make up a trial that doesn't even exist." I was like, "Excuse me, sir, can't talk to you anymore. <laughs> you clearly have no clue." about what the court of public opinion is. I can no longer continue this conversation. I didn't want to get in a fucking fight with a guy. Well, yeah, that's what they... That's it. People thrive on this sort People of thing. People thrive on that shit. But that's, that's, that's an example I'll use of how people get buried 
because this guy who's a CEO of a game development company who allegedly has pocketed 12 million sounds like that's it. that's the story sounds like pedo that's the story <laughs> sounds like fucking pedo this man. guy who <laughs> he sounds like fucking pedo <laughs> this guy who was <laughs> he's, not absolutely... gonna, he's not listening is he <laughs> <laughs> this guy I'm sorry mere friend of the show Mr. CEO this probably guy... not a pedo <laughs> probably this guy the real accusation is hang on a minute did you steal 12 million which should have gone to your team if so you deserve to lose your job potentially do jail time no, unacceptable behaviour if that's true then all this underage porn gear what underage where is 18 underage uh, lots of places is it, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, don't I, don't just go, I don't know like you just go by where you live but I, I don't just know. go off where I live where 16 is the legal age 16 and if you're on a camera if, if you're a cam girl right I mean let's be honest we've all been on Pornhub by now right We've all been on Pornhub and we've all seen the videos we that don't are called. We all use Pornhub, but, though. All right then, the Hun, Red Tube, whatever, whatever your porn vendor of choices. Yeah. Brazzers, Fake Which Taxi. Apparently, you're gonna have to have some sort of form of ID in the right. in the in the near future. Term. In the near future, but like, you've all seen the videos where it's like barely legal, bloody, bloody, blah. Yeah, it's to it's fucking, a thing. It's just to grab somebody's fetish. It's to grab a fetish. This cam girl was probably 26, who looked very young, who had the ability to have an orgasm and piss at the same time. Wow. Who hasn't? Who hasn't? Who the fuck hasn't? Who hasn't? To call that underage, then automatically just smear shit all over the main point, which is this guy's potentially popular 12 mil. And nobody's talking about the 12 mil anymore. Nah, everyone's talking about him being a pedo. And people are burying him. And people are turning the back on him for being a pedo because he had underage cam girl who was 18. Why? Probably he's, 26. He's probably bought three. Bought three children. Yeah. He's 12 million <laughs> sitting there. Just get out of here and cause a pedo all you like. If she was guy, 26. If they find this video and it turns out this girl's underage... This guy's not the only one guilty. She's a cam girl. Yeah. She needs to be arrested Mr. as well. Mr. CEO, if you're listening, I've got a video. I'm looking for a, a cool 250 grand. <laughs> In fact, I'll DL for 40. So, uh, <laughs> 40 grand, I'll not tell anyone. I might take my career on a different turn. I might shave my beard off because that makes us look about 12 and just see a barely legal boy masturbates and pisses all over himself. <sighs> Hilarious. Hilarious. I'm not filming that shit. You are, like. I think I'm going <laughs> to film it myself. <laughs> My hands will be busy pissing all over myself. Liam, have you got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, nah, we're sailing past that hour mark. We sailed straight past that hour mark, boys and Kinda girls. Kind of like, an hour doesn't feel enough these days. It doesn't, does it? It doesn't. I mean, there's nothing stopping us. There's nothing wrong with long-form conversation. If any of you beautiful bastards out there are unhappy with the hour mark... Or the, the general hour that we aim for. Let us know. If it's something that you want. We're, we're in this for you. Yeah, you know I mean? could sit here all freaking day and drink beers and talk day. nonsense. Talk and... bloody nonsense. At the end of the day, uh, big shout out to Kaz, who brought up the uh, the Gillette ad question. I hope we've uh, gave sufficient opinions on where we stand. Let's just yeah, surmise that again. Just because I know... 
We're in a fucking world where the internet is... Uh, we're in the age of anonymity and we could be attacked for our opinions on this. I just want to say nah. clearly, 100% agree with the messaging behind the Gillette ad campaign. 100% deem it insincere and nothing more than a fucking look at me cash grab by Gillette. Which again, like Liam said, if Gillette didn't do it, who was going to do it? I hope... This is a catalyst for further discussion. I hope the discussion widens, not just to men being pricks, but to men also being broken in this day and age. Yeah, Suicide, it's, it's, male depression, it's, the it's, list goes on. It's a catalyst for a bigger conversation, I guess, mm-hmm. that yeah. somehow needs to happen. Do I think a fucking razor company should make it happen should it have happened before now yes 100% absolutely absolutely. but it's not and someone's got to kick it off so consider it kicked off consider it off let's 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 here's here's an idea shave ourselves let's shave ourselves with Gillette razors the ultimate infusion technology lube Uh, ourselves up like slippery little eels like and like slide amongst each other like hairless Barely legal humans <laughs> and videoed for CEOs and we'll see CEOs the world over. We'll con them all and spread the money between the. We'll all have it. I will say spread the money. I'll pocket every last. Point. You, you bastard. bastard! Humans are nothing more than hairless monkeys. Let's not forget that. Let's wrap it up again, cars. Thank you for bringing that to the attention of the happy accident. Um, if there's anything else that anyone yeah, wants to wants to chat about, I enjoy that. Fucking just. Just fling a subject. Chuck a subject out of Anything. At Happy Accident PC on Twitter. That's probably the easiest way to get us. Tweet us. If you want us to talk about something, if you want to know what we think on it, if you agree or disagree with anything we've said, and again, I'm fully expecting it, get in touch. Let's have a discussion. Discourse, my friends. Discourse. We can change the fucking world by talking about shit. We don't have to hide behind this age of anonymity and just throw hurtful, abusive, fucking toxic shit at each other. Let's have a discussion. And let's be honest, our opinions change a lot. If your opinions don't change, you aren't growing as a person. So what we said a year ago, we might not agree with now. Or what we say now, in five years' time, might be totally wrong. So it's not, it's, it's, it's just a, just a conversation of nonsense. I feel like I'm a man of, uh, of many examples tonight. And I just want to give another example of how opinions change. I was brought up a Roman Catholic and, uh, I've, Jesus, Jesus, praise Jesus. I got brought up as a Roman Catholic. I got brought up in Roman Catholic environment. I got brought up in Roman Catholic schools. I got taught religious education while I was in school. And for the longest time, after just leaving school, if anybody got in a debate about atheism or anything, I would fervently fight that person because I had such a belief in Jesus and Roman Catholicism and God. I had a belief. I didn't like people shitting on my belief. Now as a 34-year-old man, having time to look at the wider world, to make decisions for myself, to look at facts, actual facts, my opinions have changed. Do I believe there's a higher power? Yes, do I believe and still subscribe to Roman Catholicism? Absolutely fucking not. No, sir. No, sir. I do not. 
but that doesn't change the fact that I believe in a higher power. Perfect example. Pfft. Opinions change. If you're not changing opinion, you're not growing. Sounds like a freaking pedo to me. I tell you what, I've got future pedo written all over me. Absolute pedo. You're going to start Sunday schools up. Start a Sunday school. Start my own sex cult. That's the goal. Sex cult. Wearing one of them weird little collars. It's going to be... Finger and burns. I think... <laughs> Absolutely not. No, sir. My, I don't know thing. what priests are getting up these well, days. Priests are obviously finger and bends, but like my opinions on finger and bends is not going to change. That's one thing that will <laughs> never change. You know what? When I say I'd do over 40 grand, there's a few <laughs> things I would not do. Absolutely not. Even though the legal age of consent is 16 in this country, I would not go anywhere near anybody younger than 18. <laughs> <laughs> Boys and girls, that has been uh, episode 100 and something of the Happy Accident podcast. That's been Liam. It certainly has. I've been all franchise, and this has been quite, quite a. Ooh, it's a prickly subject, that one. Oh, it was. And I feel like we're going to get a lot of. A lot of backlash. Backlash, but um, I don't know. Probably. Some people agree with parts and disagree yeah. with other parts, and, and then that's absolutely think, and fine. It's, it's good. It, that's, that's absolutely that's fine. What bonds us together. It's it's what gets a conversation started. We are open to discourse if you agree or disagree. And I, and to be honest, after this eight point something percent beer, if I listen back, I'll probably disagree with everything <laughs> you said as well. <laughs> I don't even know who Chris Hardwick is. What? what? Boys and girls, listen, I need a favour of you, the beautiful bastards. If you've enjoyed what's happened here today, I'm not going to tell you to leave a review, alright? You can do that if you want. That's there. You know the options there. I talk about well, it every week. Leave a review because we've got a lot more new listeners now that don't even know True. what the review is. True. I tell we're, you what. We're aiming for the five stars. We'll go over it. We'll go over it for the new listeners. If you've enjoyed what's happened here today, this loose, rambling. Uh, formless, structureless podcast that's been going for over 100 episodes now with 33 five-star reviews on Apple iTunes, Apple iPod, Apple Podcasts, whatever the fuck it's called. Jump on board. Be one of them. We need you. We do this for you. Okay, like, this conversation would happen regardless. Before this podcast started, this is just what Fridays were. There was just no microphone there. Beers and conversation and laughs and community and togetherness and that's what this is all about this is a community and I and Liam I speak for Liam here even if he doesn't want us to community this community needs to grow we want this community to grow we want to potentially bring you more happy accident every week than just Friday for an hour and a half we would ideally like to bring this to you fucking every day a daily podcast Talking about what the fuck's going on. Talking about how the fuck we're doing. Talking about how you're doing. Helping you, you helping us. Your comments, your listens, your reviews. You don't know. Even though we sit here and we run this podcast for the hundreds that listen. We need you. Because we are like you. We are just two people fucking stuck in it. Trying to make sense of it. And we need you. If 
you think you know somebody who would like to listen to the Happy Accident Podcast, if you know somebody who is like you, if your friend circle, you attract people who, who you can bond with, who are the same as you, who you can get on with, who share like likes, dislikes, humour, that we need them people, we need to grow this community, we need to grow together, and that is what we need from you. We will continue to give you the content, and you're under no obligation to do fucking anything at all, but what I would ask is that you do a little something just to help us to grow as a podcast community, as a podcast. We can change the world. We can change the world. We can make... make not just men better, we make ourselves better. Be the men, best human women, you can be. Human. The best a human can be. Man, child, pedo, whatever you are. I mean, pedos, get out. <laughs> get out, you pedo. Get out, you pedo. Now, man, pedos, if you've got a problem, I'd probably say somebody about that. Like, <laughs> definitely didn't touch kids. Go and say somebody, there's help. <laughs> Absolutely do not give in to them urges. Like, do not. Just don't. Just whatever you do. If they that's just a shout out of any of the pedos listening. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely don't touch kids. Get help. There's help there. We can do something about it. Listen, boys and girls, until next time. Later. <laughs> that's right, that's right.